Welcome to APU Sports Spotlight at Azusa Pacific University, a podcast hosted by me, Caden Casey, in affiliation with Zoo News. There are so many talented athletes from all around the world here at APU, and Sports Spotlight wants to give them the opportunity to share how they came to compete at this school. On today's episode, I have Coach Carrie Weber, who has been at APU for 17 years. My name is Carrie Weber, and I'm the women's softball coach here at APU. All right, thank you so much for being here and talking to me today. Um, so you've been at APU for 15 years now, correct? Actually, I'm starting, this is my 17th year. Oh, 17th year, okay. Wow, that's a really long yeah. time. Um, how, yeah. did you, <laughs> how did you get into coaching? Well, you know, I've always loved sports my whole life, and I knew going into college that I wanted to be a teacher. Uh, I always thought I'd be like a high school teacher and a, and a high school coach. And then maybe if I was lucky enough that I would be able to kind of work my way up and maybe be in college someday. And um, so I just, I always knew that that was going to be a part of my life. I always wanted to teach and I always wanted to coach. And so there you go. It kind of happened. Yeah. And you said you knew that from the start of college, you played in college too, correct? I did. I went to Chico State, and I played uh, all four years there. Um, I was a shortstop on the softball team. And, yeah, graduated with my degree in kinesiology and uh, with an emphasis in teaching physical education. And then got my master's degree in that as well and started uh, teaching at the high school level. While I was still in college... Also, getting my master's degree, I actually was um, teaching high school PE there in Oroville. Mm-hmm. Are you from yeah. the Chico area, or where are you from? I'm originally from Sonora, which is about three and a half hours from Chico, and it's in the Sierra Nevadas, kind of on the west side of, of Yosemite up in the Sierra Nevadas, small little mountain town. Mm-hmm. And how did you get into yeah. playing softball? Well, in my little town, we only had a few sports. We had soccer, and it was co-ed, and you couldn't start that until you were, I think, uh, I want to say I was about five or six when you could do that. And then softball was about the only other organized sport, and baseball. Um, And I couldn't start that until I was eight years old. And so I could not wait to start anything, really. I did gymnastics. I, I did basketball clinics. Um, played basketball, um, but those were our, really our only sports. And so I uh, started softball, and I was like, yeah, this is this is where it's at. This is awesome. I love the team sports. I also really love basketball um, and did that all the way up until college as well. So um, anything having to do with the team sport, I was all about it. So softball started when I was about eight, and I fell in love with it immediately. And how did you know that you wanted to play softball in college? Uh, I loved softball. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. Like I, all of a sudden it was, I was playing softball and I heard about this thing called travel ball and I had to drive a little over two hours to try out for a team. And my parents graciously, um, did that for me and started playing travel ball, loved it. Um, loved everything about it. Also really loved basketball. And I thought because uh, pie in the sky, I thought I was going to be able to do both in college because I did both in high school. So why not? 
and uh, it turns out you really can't do that. Um, that was a, that was a rude awakening. Uh, but I knew that uh, my my go to was softball, even though I loved basketball. Uh, and so just pursued that from a travel ball standpoint and, and trying to get into college to do it. And, uh, I knew that I was going to play in college. I didn't know where or what level it didn't really matter to me. I was just going to play college ball. And I knew I was going to go to college because, uh, I wanted to be a teacher. And so it was always on my mind from the time I was little and, you know, you just kind of put things in motion and you just, you just start going after it. And so. Um, nothing was going to stop me. So I ended up at Chico because it was the one of the cheaper options that you could do. And I knew that I could walk out of there with very little debt uh, and and still do what I wanted to do. So, you know, money, money, money's always an issue, right? Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, that's, that's kind of how it all started. I'm reading your profile here on the APU um, softball website, and it says you had a very successful career at Chico State as well. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, I I played four years there. Um, was fortunate enough to start and play every inning of my career um, there, and you know, had a great time, great experience, and made some great friends and just enjoyed playing the game that I love, regardless of any kind of circumstance or situation. Things can always be hard and, and get hard. And, um, but I, I just had a true passion for the game. And, um, you know, I, that, I think softball was one of the huge reasons why I wanted to go to college, even though I knew I still had to go if I wanted to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. Uh, Chico was a great experience and a great um, environment, small town, college town environment, and had a great time, great experience. Learned a lot, um, failed a lot there, and um, that's truly what, in in the midst of all that failure and brokenness, that's what led me to the Lord and um, put me on the path uh, for the rest of my life. And so in the good and the bad, um, God was still calling to me. And that's that's where I found Jesus was at Chico. Were you a Christian before you attended Chico? You know, I would have I would have told you that I believe in God. I did believe in God. I went to a Christian school K through uh, seventh grade. Um, I believed in God, but didn't really know what that meant beyond believing. Never really went to church because all of those people out there know in the softball world you play softball on the weekends every sunday and so never really went to church and um didn't didn't have that relationship and that truly like uh life-changing experience and it wasn't until i was in college and um had a lot of things taken from me and became truly broken that i realized that within my strength Um, I couldn't do anything and God was calling to me in those moments. And, um, so (laughs) that's where I found him was in the the brokenness of despair, truly. Mm -hmm. Um, and knew that that's what I was missing in my life. And so I knew God, I knew he existed, but I didn't know him until, um, after I had graduated. Yeah. Um, you got an early start into coaching. You were coaching at a, did you do, you did grad assistant work, I believe, right? 
Yeah, so my first year out, I was an assistant coach at Chico High School um, with a great friend of mine, Stacy. And then from there, I went and was an assistant coach at Butte College, junior college there in Chico. And, uh, and then from there, got my first head coaching job. So it wasn't too far out from, from college that I got my first head coaching job. Mm-hmm. It was at the junior college level. It was at Santa Rosa Junior College. I got my first head job. And then for APU, was there a calling to APU? Why did you apply or choose to coach at APU? Yeah, um, good story, but I I was very happy at Santa Rosa. Um, loved my job, loved where I lived. Uh, I was close enough to family, about three hours from family, um, and, and really enjoyed it. And I got a phone call one day from the athletic director, Bill O'Dell, at APO, and he's like, introduces himself, he's like, because he's a Pacific, and I was like, okay. And he's like, have you heard of us? And I was like, of course. And I'm like, no, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> And so he's talking to me and I'm trying to get on my ancient computer and type in Azusa Pacific and figure out where it is. And I see it's in Southern California and I'm like, oh yeah, I never want to move to Southern California. I'm a NorCal kid. And uh, he asked me if I was interested in a job and I was like, uh, oh, I need to think about this. And and, um, I knew that school is about to start in two weeks and I had already signed my contract and, um, and I said, I called him back and I said, you know what, I, I appreciate it, um, but I, it's just not the right timing. And I know that God has put me here at Santa Rosa because I'm supposed to start a fellowship of Christian athletes on this campus. And I haven't done that yet. And so um, I'm in the process of, of trying to do that. And until I can do that, I don't think God's calling me out. And he goes, okay, thanks, bye. And a year and a half later, he calls me and he goes, hey, are you interested in the job again? And I was like, oh, well, I did start FCA. And I, I got off the phone. And as soon as I got off the phone, I started praying. I started crying. And I was like, oh, no, I'm supposed to do this. <laughs> and uh, in all my wisdom, I called my mom thinking that she was going to tell me, no, you can't move to Southern California. And she immediately she was like no this is where god's calling you and i was like no (laughs) because i wasn't really looking to leave but i always told god that i would try to follow his his will and his guidance for my life in every situation and this was a big test for me i could have said no but um i wasn't being uh obedient to what he was calling me to do and so i said yes and i applied and i got the job and um you know, the rest is history 17 years later. Absolutely. Um, did you start FCA at Azusa Pacific as well, or was it already founded or established? Yeah, you know, I didn't. I When I first got here, I had an assistant coach um, who who started it when, and I was, you know, kind of prodding her along. And it didn't really, it didn't really go. It didn't really fly. It wasn't the right time for it. Um, and so it was tabled and then, um, it was brought back under Alan Webster. And so he's the one that uh, kind of brought it back and brought it back in full force. And mm-hmm. so, uh, when he left, I just picked up the torch and kept running with it, hoping to, to keep it alive and keep it, um, something that the students, um, you know, appreciate, look forward to, and that it can speak into their lives and, and, bring benefit to them. And so 
that's kind of how I was. I was the, uh, uh, what's it called? The faculty advisor uh, mm-hmm. for it for years. And then when he left, I just didn't want to see it go away. So stepped in. How have you seen FCA change APU? Ooh, um, I think that FCA, uh, when it was started, was a wonderful bridge uh, and, and like a kind of a gap filler um, between chapel and just just kind of everything else. It was an opportunity for you know these like-minded students to develop their um, their walk and their relationship with God uh, in a in a more like in a comfortable setting. You know, it's just athletes are athletes, and we all get along with each other and have this commonality. And so, I think it's brought community to the campus in a way that was maybe lacking a little bit. Um, And it has it has like I don't know if I wouldn't say it's grown, but it has stayed steady for now years, um, however many years it's been, eight years mm-hmm. now maybe. Um, and it's a it's a steady, consistent place where uh, students and student athletes can come and just be in community and relax, take a deep breath um, and hear about how good God is in their lives and how that translates into their sport. Um, and to just know people while you're walking around campus. Community is a beautiful thing. And so I think that's that's what I've seen from FCA. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Why have you stayed at APU for so long? That's a good question, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I think whenever you're talking about coaching, um, at least the way I always understood it was um, – was like buying a house, you know, you're going to buy a small house and then you're going to upgrade and then you're going to upgrade and you're going to upgrade. And whenever you go into coaching, you're like, okay, I'm going to start here and then I'm going to upgrade and I'm going to upgrade. I'm going to upgrade. And so I think that if that's what you want to do, you can do it as long as you put in the work and you have have some success, of course. Um, But the reason why I'm at APU for as long as I am is because God has me here. And that's the only explanation I can give you. It's the only answer I can give you. God has not called me from here. Mm-hmm. Even though I thought he was calling me, even though I wanted him to call me at certain times, we all, we're all going to feel like that in our lives. I mean, 16, 17 years, that's a long time. Yeah. Um, and so there have been moments where I'm like, oh Lord, please just, just, you know, call me somewhere else. Just, just move me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm ready, you know, and um, he just hasn't. And I don't know why, um, but I know that I can be content in, in, uh, in the situations and the places that he's put me. So um, I'm, I'm content being here, and, but I'm always praying, like, what do you want from me? And the moment that he calls me from here, hopefully, um, I will hear that, see that, and be obedient to that. But until then, um, I am here. Um, I'm committed and I'm content and I know that he's called me here for wonderful things. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about your successes at APU in your 17 years coaching here? Oh, my successes. Well, um, I mean, if we're going to talk about like our, our softball successes, I mean, we've done some good things. We've had some all Americans and, 
we've won we've only won one conference championship in my 16 years i mean we have a great conference in both when we were nai and division two we fight to the bitter end and uh, you know we've had one conference championship we've made it to regionals uh, multiple times um, we've had great winning seasons um, seen great things on the field um, you know and i think those are all those are things that like keep you going you know you you don't want to you don't want to be a coach and and lose yeah. uh, you're, you're not going to last very long <laughs> if that's the case for m- multiple reasons I enjoy the success that we've had because we are, we are a successful program, and we are a consistently successful program, which which is why we draw great athletes to our program, and so I am proud of that. Um, you know, but I have since the moment I've got here, I've always prayed that you know it would be more than just the wins. Mm-hmm. The wins are going to help, but it's more it's more than the wins, and so when I look back, my success is my relationship with my girls, um, you know, my relationship while they're here, but also beyond that, um, you know, whenever they leave and, you know, can I be a mentor to them? Can I be um, an ear for them? Can I help them in the good and the bad? Can I pray for them? Can I watch their families grow? I love attending their weddings. I love seeing their children when they have them. Um, And then also being able to, watch their their faith grow and to see them accept christ to see them get baptized to see them you know lead different um bible studies or lead their their uh, teammates in their walk that's where i get like the wind in my sail oh my gosh i mean we had one of our freshmen get baptized um at kaleo a couple weeks ago and Mm -hmm. the whole team showed up and i mean yeah i could have retired and died right then uh i mean just to see that to see that impact and to see that decision um truly is like what makes you want to keep coaching i mean wins are great but i mean like i tell the girls like losing hurts worse than winning feels good winning winning feels great you know but losing oh it hurts and it sticks with you you win and you're like, yeah, all right, let's go eat some in and out. You know, like your your wins are like they're great, and then you're like, okay, let's let's move on, and then the losses just stick with you. Um, and so, if I'm going to base all my success on that, I'm going to be a pretty um, miserable person. Mm-hmm. But man, to to see girls um, experience and know Jesus in a profound way. Um, just allows me to to know that um what i'm doing here has eternal effects on people's lives and so um that's where that's where my victory comes from that's where i love to see our victories and i've seen multiple girls be saved and multiple girls um you know make proclamations and be baptized and um, change their lives and um in my 16 years and it's uh it's been beautiful to watch and I'm just honored to be able to just be a small part of that. Wow, that's really amazing. Um, you were an athlete and now you're a coach. What would your advice be to someone in high school um, looking to play at the collegiate level? Uh, well, my first thing is um, 
make sure that you have a, a deep passion for it because it's hard. It's uh, the, the amount of time and energy that it takes is all consuming um, a lot of the time. And if you don't have a deep passion for it, if you don't think about it like a lot, <laughs> Um, it's gonna, it's gonna eat you alive when you get to college and Mm -hmm. it's not going to be enjoyable and you're, you're gonna, you're not gonna last. And so just make number one, make sure it's, it's a, it's a deep passion that you have. Um, you know, not like a passion, like I like eating cheeseburgers and tacos. (laughs) Now that's a passion of mine. I don't think about it all the time, tacos, but, um, I don't think about all the time, but you, it should be a deep passion for you. Um, and number two is um, find the place that that checks uh, the most boxes for you, meaning um, whether it's a spiritual standpoint, an educational standpoint, a financial standpoint, and then an ability standpoint. And, um, you know, do you want to go somewhere and sit the bench? Do you want to go somewhere and play? Do you want to go somewhere and just be part of a team? Um, you know, what are you, what are you really looking for? Um, because I didn't, I know for me, I didn't necessarily care what division I went to. I just knew that I wanted to be successful and I wanted to play and I wanted to get my education. And so I wasn't too concerned with the number behind, uh, you know, the, the, the title. So, um, you know, go after something that, uh, you know, will bring you uh, that passion that you have will bring you joy. Um, so um, that's that's kind of that's kind of it. And go after the things that you want. Don't think that it's just going to come to you. Get your top five and go after them hard. And go and go and go until they say no. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Coach Weber, for talking with me today a little bit about yourself and your like f- coaching philosophy. Is there anything that you would like to end on? No, I appreciate the opportunity and the time and very cool. Um, And Azusa Pacific is the place to be. And we would like to thank you for listening to our fourth episode of APU Sports Spotlight. We'll be back with another episode soon. Kaden Casey, signing off.